All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, we're ready to roll wheels up here on the Friday edition of Barn Burner Boomer, along with Rhett Warner in the dungeon, the uh, the hell in a cell. It's a very, de- it really is a depressing looking room you're in. How is how is your mood outside of this uh, hour and a half that we spend together? Are you all right? Well, the, the sun came out today in Buffalo, so that was a nice touch. So, yeah, I'm gonna spr- maybe I'll work on. I'm I'm gone this weekend. One day I'll get to work and make this. I'm going to spruce it up. I'm going to spruce yeah. up the room for you. You got some kid oh, hockey how? this weekend? What's happening? Yeah, Cleveland, Rochester, and Pittsburgh. So pick your poison. So all that's each kid in a different city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, how old are your kids going to Pittsburgh and Cleveland? It's like going to Edmonton, though. Like they're... Two and a half hours, like it's three hours. It's Rochester's hour. It's not. I know it sounds weird, right? Because it's yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh and Cleveland, but it's it's really not any different than going to Red Deer. So, which one do you get to go to? I'm going to Pittsburgh because there's a Chick Fil A yeah. right beside the hotel. So not delicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Pinder today. Pinder free zone here on Barn Burner. Thank I think we're probably God. all right with that. He is uh, somewhere golfing in Nevada. Sent me a photo. What? What? You need me to come on? We're teeing off in twenty minutes. Like, no, we don't need you. Just go and do your thing. There he is. There's a. That's a good look at Ryan. 
That's as quiet as Ryan will ever be right there on that blank screen on our, uh, on our YouTube feed. We can actually get some conversation in. This will be nice. Um, like, what is that sound? Like, is what that somebody do we have there? stretching a cat? Like, what's happening there? We do have a special guest, though. I just, I thought it would be fun on a, a Friday to bring in to bring in our cat lover, Chubsy and whatever it was, uh, from from the hedge pod, from the hedge, our buddy, our longtime friend, Andrew Walker, is somewhere in the mix here. What are you doing? Are, like, is that no, your chair? Nothing. I'm just, no, it's, I'm just sitting here. And Chubbs is dead, all right? So, oh, uh, don't no. Speak. <laughs> Chubbs don't and speak Smokey, ill of the... right? What about Smokey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ch Smokey's still alive. Chubbs decided to jump off a 16-story balcony, so... Chubbs. Land on your feet doesn't help when you're that high. <laughs> yeah, don't cats la yeah. land on their feet all the time? Well, yeah, I think she, I think Chubbs. it landed on its feet, but it's still pretty high. My, the The girl... <laughs> The girl that adopted them from me, so she's all, so you know, whatever. This is a couple of years ago, so she's all a mess, and she goes down, and of course, Chubbs is just splat. So she's all crying and hysterical, and she calls me. I'm like, "Where are you?" She's like, "I went. I took Chubbs to the vet." <laughs> I'm like, "The vet? <laughs> just a puddle of a cat? <laughs> like, probably not. Probably the vet isn't the right place." But oh, you love Chubbs. cats. You you all you love cats. <laughs> I they're like my girlfriend's animals. cats. They're not my cats. They're my <laughs> girlfriend's cats. Sure they are. I'm glad uh, I'm glad Pinder got a day off. He's been working hard, you know. So Well, you He's know what last focused. week Yeah, last week Rhett took Friday off. This week I did uh, not Pinder's I worked Thursday, Friday. That's that's a falsehood. He's lying. I was bringing you from your favorite team, inside scoops stories video you got it all so i don't know what you mean it's i true. didn't work rhett went to uh to the yankee game last oh, friday the yankee i saw yeah I, I saw that yeah yeah i don't know it would have been great if your microphone would have worked because it couldn't have been that loud anyway so we could have brought on half drunk pinder at this point i don't know what what time it is in nevada but uh, i'd rather do this so walks in half drunk pinder like can oh, you yeah, imagine I mean, that combo it was he, pretty he, classic. Uh, it was pretty classic, Rhett, though, right? Like he just like lives your dream. Like doesn't give a fuck about the Yankees. You know, he's at Yankee Stadium playoff game, taking days off from your venture. Hey. Yeah, brand new jersey and hat, brand new stickers still judge on fan. him. Big judge probably judge. probably left in the sixth inning. Like doesn't care. It was a long game. <laughs> yeah, that's baseball. <laughs> Welcome to playoff Yankee baseball. Holy yeah. This game started at one. We were out of there just after six. Perfect. Pinder said to me before he left, well, okay, I'll see you on Monday. Ooh, I won't be, in, I won't be very good on Monday. <laughs> How many days do you yeah. need to go completely off the rails? Like, can you not have your poop at a group by Monday morning at 1030 Calgary time? Because he left Wednesday. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. He like, was texting me from it's not a two day from Vegas. or three day. Yeah. It's a five day. But and it's by the, Wednesday gout. 
it's the e-bob e or whatever the hell it's this annual golf thing that he and a bunch of his sausage party pals go to every year they wear costumes and dumb shit i don't i don't know what they do but that's his justification oh it's the e-bob it's the 20th anniversary oh well then if that's the case then yes by all means go be a degenerate and act like you're 12 whatever just, whatever the case may be so there's delta andrew pie. walker Del sitting in uh, delta pie come louder frat boy yeah something like that so andrew walker is in uh we're, we are here in the tower chrysler studios andrew walker host of the hedge the hedge podcast which you can find wherever you get podcasts go on your youtubes do whatever you are going to be doing your show later today how i guess tell us a little bit about where you are in the the journey of it how it came to be and uh where you're at with it now well, thanks. Yeah. So yeah, the podcast is called The Hedge. It's up in Edmonton. Um, I'm not, you know, well, I'm not from Edmonton. I've never lived in Edmonton, but my folks live in Edmonton. And so after, uh, so after you're living sports, with your folks. No, no, <laughs> no. I just, I, uh, about a year ago, about a year ago, I came to Edmonton to see them and stuck around for the summer and golf with my dad and stuff like that. And then, uh, and then I decided to launch this podcast and uh, dating a girl here and all that. So, yeah. So, so anyway, I'm in Edmonton. It's not an Oilers podcast. It just happens to be where I am. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, after after I got shit canned by Sportsnet, um, I think like it's. I looked at doing other stuff, and I wasn't ready to do other stuff. I still like, you know, I still like having fun and talking about sports and. Uh, betting on sports and all that stuff so we launched the podcast and it's uh yeah we're about six months in and you know we got uh cool studios and good guests and just trying to make it work but it is a lot of fun so yeah i i man i i, I love barn burner and i hope that your listeners check out uh, the hedge as well and it's straightforward to find right it's so the website thehedgepod.com hedgepod.com and uh there there's the links to apple and youtube and spotify and social media and uh yeah and 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 all that and i know man i i love having boom on ret but i hate it because boomer came on and yo we've had good athletes and you know gms and media guys and boomer is still like the most downloaded episode of all time and he i know he loves it he loves it I don't know what you're He's talking about. He's very braggy. Oh, yeah. He's mentioned it to me as well. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> but I, it's probably just by a few downloads, right? Like, it's probably not by a wide margin. It's by quite, it's by quite a margin. Oh, is it? A, like, oh, there you weren't, go. weren't you two losers drunk this summer in Calgary? I'm well, sure I, you guys I was. Me. I was drunk quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, but at his house... <laughs> No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Came by. I, I was I was at your house. I don't think we tied one on or anything. I, I stayed over so. at Booms a couple times. How's how's my dog? <laughs> he's fine, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's yeah. fine. Yeah. You give you him like your dog? dog and you give him your dog and take his Yankees tickets. Just a just a great great pal. It's a great yeah, it's a great trade. The old um, price of going to the Yankees game is skyrocketed. I was going to go on Sunday, but who you Yeah. About 15 15 a seat. 
Yeah, but Judge yeah, so, hit that one out last night, boo. Oh, like another foot, another foot. Come on. Yeah. Kyle, what did Aaron? What did Aaron Boone say? The roof, uh, the the roof being open really screwed us over. Well, it's the jet stream or the Gulf yeah. stream, right? If I only they were at Yankee today. Stadium, it would have been out. I saw a meme today. It's like, isn't that? Yeah. I saw a meme today that isn't that what JFK said? <laughs> Boy, the roof being open really killed us. <laughs> it's not funny, Andrew. It's, it's not funny. Too soon. Why too are you? Soon. You're too just. Soon. You know what? You may do this classless stuff on the hedge. We don't have that kind of lowbrow humor here. If you could just kind of. You said. You said cunt in the second no, no. episode. Jeez, oh. don't listen. <laughs> I heard it. I was watching. Rinsey, I bleep that out and bleep out the first one. I gave Boomer crap the other day about that. You stop you it, Walker. Happy. You should see the it's text. He, he just, I, you know what I got? I got lambasted by Rhett Warner via text. I, I gave you the 24-hour you you, you like, rule. You don't like Wait swearing it. on the show, but you're okay swearing by, by way of text. <laughs> You dumb sob, yeah, I don't, dirty mf'er. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't so say that you word. You saw it, it there. It cuts. It cuts deep. But the swear jar. Well, yeah. And I, yeah, we don't need to talk about it. You saw there the uh, the banner came up. We do have the swear jar. Proceeds are going to Kids Sports South Street Burger. Every time that there is a swear, we've had a couple here today. Thanks, Walks. I think we were good yesterday. Rob Ray was on. We didn't have any. Uh, but we're going to be raising some money, for, obviously, for, for Kids, kids. Sports today. <laughs> yeah. Now stop, boom. Did you text Rob Ray? Uh, Walker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, but like, he goes, what are you but before, but, but before you had him on. Yeah. Yeah. He said, some clown from Edmonton texted me to come on his podcast. <laughs> I'm like, get the. <laughs> well, so the how studios. You got, how'd you were, get his number? Because he stole it from are... the decade ago. He still had oh, it. I, yes, I have all the numbers. Yeah, maybe. Well, our studio here so, in Edmonton is right is right across from the rink. It's just that you walk right across. We got a full open bar. It's terrific. And I, yeah, I, I asked if Rob wanted to pop on over and talk a little Sabers and uh, and have a beer, but he wasn't obviously he's not traveling with the team, so he also doesn't drink wasn't anymore. He? So that's less attractive. Oh well, well then. He had he had Rhett walk. sitting on his lap like a ventriloquist dummy yesterday on the show. <laughs> Did he have his hand up your ass too, or or were you speaking on your own? Oh, your vulgarity is just. Come if on, we guys. can't, I mean, come on. If, I'm I'm with we you. Were, I'm we okay. had to we Jeez. had to sit cuddle up tight though. It was a little bit. You did have to cuddle up tight. You guys, it's like you guys are fast friends. You guys are chummy, mm -hmm. aren't you? Hey, good pals. Chums. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good, good chumps. Did he call um, me a clown, or is that, or those your words? No, I, I don't remember exactly, but it wasn't very complimentary. I'll say that. <laughs> so, did you get a response back, Wax? Did you at least get a? No, I'm not coming oh, yeah, on your yeah. podcast. No, he said. Did he uh, say no? He said, he's no, no, no. He said something. I, I only wanted them on if he was like, like fifty feet away, right? Like at the rink, like walk on over. Um, and he, and he was like, and he said, man, I love it. I'd love to, I love the podcast. It's great. But unfortunately we don't travel this year. And I said, no worries, pal. 
that's kind of how it went what happened uh before we go cell street it was somewhere it was somewhere in the middle yeah is it something about that that, like pinder i get pindered all the time even when he's not here cell street burger before we go any further tonight at the jimmy condon arena the uh new york fries cell street burger every friday in the month of october they've decided let's take some of our budget let's put it towards free ice for the kids and families in the area so tonight between 7 30 and 9 over at Jimmy Condon Arena, New York Prize, South Street Burger. Grab your kids, your friends, your family. Get out there, skating from 7.30 to 9. they got prizes, a bunch of stuff going on, and they are partners with Kids Sport. Understand it was a rousing affair last Friday. It's a lot it was of fun packed, had by all. You? It was packed. Yeah, she was jammed. So get there and, and enjoy yourself. Now, Somebody had already on the, because we are on YouTube, if you're listening on uh, on the podcast, if you've downloaded, we're live every day between 10.30 and about 11.45, 12 o'clock. Um, but on the uh, the chat here, somebody said, look, this Boomer in the Morning 1.0, and I guess it kind of is Boomer in the Morning 1.0. What, I'm never good with this. Rhett, you're better than I am. Walks, you would know. what. So that was kind of the first incarnation of the radio show. Because, Walks, you were on mornings before I got there, and then we were there before Rhett got there, right? That's the chronological order of that? Yeah, you were trial-running Theo, weren't you? I thought Theo was... There was a few NHLers that we were rolling through there, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sorry for stepping over you, but I am on a bit of a delay, so that's why. It's not that I'm trying to pinder you, but I got a couple second delay, so I'll start talking, then you start talking. But yeah, okay, so it was 2010. I moved to Calgary. Boomer was doing afternoons with Kerr. Kerboom. When I got you the job at 960. Well, I got myself the job, but you encouraged me to apply. Um. And uh, yeah, so I was working with Mike Richards. And then about a year later, Richards kind of left like overnight one night, never came back to work, moved to Toronto. And uh, he was very popular, right? So people were pretty upset. And uh, and Kirch knew that, you know, Booms and I had knew each other and worked together. And so he moved Booms to the morning. So this is about 2011. And uh, it was... I think it was only supposed to be kind of temporary or a trial run. And we kind of kept our heads down for a few months. And then we just kind of said, ah, you know, fuck it. And we like had some fun with it. Then we had a lot of fun with it. And people, you know, people love Mike, but people move on. And, you know, so, and then, and then, yeah, I think you were, I think, Rhett, you were at the rink one night and you were doing, um, I think you were doing like one of your first kind of TV hits. And I think you had mentioned something to Boom, like, Oh, if I could, you know, say what I really wanted. And Boom was like, well, come on the radio. That's what radio is for. So then you came in and it was great. And then we decided to do it like once a week. And you're right. Before that, we had like Theo Flurry Fridays, which Theo wouldn't show up to. (laughs) Yeah, that's what Rhett does now. Now he doesn't show up for his days. It's just a matter of time. And then yeah, we had yeah, one on Wednesdays, it, and then it was three days a week, and then it was it was every yeah. day, and then and then you left for the big time. Yeah, uh, that was a mistake, but <laughs> but it wasn't yes. a mistake though. That was I had fun, fun with you in Toronto. I thought we had a great time when I came out there and we went to the Jays games. That's true. We watched the uh, it was 2016. We watched the Donaldson Dash. Mm-hmm. 
Big Donaldson. That's when Rhett was a big, I got his big Blue Jay fan. Yeah, big (laughs) Blue Jay fan. He's got just a a closet full of jerseys. (laughs) What am I today? Red Sox, Yankees, Phillies, Astros. All right, perfect. No, you, Toronto was the Toronto was the good move. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Vancouver was the mistake. That was the mistake. But what can you do? <laughs> Why was Vancouver a mistake? It was just one of those things where uh, it was supposed to be awesome, right? You're doing the big show and you know get a big raise, and Sportsnet was so excited to start this Vancouver radio station. Um, had tons of support and, you know, like great, uh, great city, obviously, right. You got the mountains, you got the ocean. It was going to be this great new thing. And then it was just like, I don't know, the day I, the day I went in there, people, people thought I was a Toronto guy. So they just like hated me and like the fans in Vancouver. Oh my God. Like, and I, I say it half joking, but I, I can never get over it. It's like, you, I get like DMs like daily. It's like, kill yourself. It's like, oh my God, you people. Like, what's what's the matter with you? Like, it didn't happen. In, like, Leaf fans are crazy, but that didn't happen in Toronto, right? And people in Calgary, like, I know I know. once in a while we'd kind of get into it, but people in Calgary, for them, by and large, kind of loved me and loved what we did. And um, But yeah, Vancouver was just, it was always just a, a battle. And like, the media is pissy and the fans are pissy. And it's always raining. And then all the, the important people at Sportsnet that kind of like really pushed for to set up the station, they all like quit or got fired or moved on. And so then, you know how it is. And the new guys in charge are like, we don't like you. And there's nothing you can do. And then COVID hit. So anyway, it was just a matter of time. And yeah. Well, it, but and it's, I have to say, I feel like you did lean in a little bit on the Vancouver fans. It's not as though you were, I think the Canucks are just give it, give them a little bit more space and time. I think they're going to be just fine. You did kind of lean in on it. You were the villain. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. So I'm less intense than I used to be for sure. Right. Things bother me a little less. The manual. But I still. The handbook. <laughs> the fan handbook. Handbook. Yeah. But I still have that thing. I still have that thing in me that if like someone comes at me. I'm not really a turn the other cheek guy, right? Like I moved to Vancouver and I'm like, Hey, I'm happy to be here. And everyone's like, fuck you. And then, so then I kind of decided to, (laughs) so I kind of decided to like push back and be the villain. And anyway, it just, I don't know. It was one of those things. That's what it was. That is so, yeah. So no, that one's, that stuff's good. That one's good. It's for the kids. It's It's in Mm -hmm. context. It's all in the context. Exactly. So now I feel like that's a direct quote. That <laughs> it was yeah. a lot of direct quotes. Yeah. <laughs> I quote. But we we had some fun. You know what? It's it's I've got the same dumb laptop that I've had for the whole time. I went in to put some something in my notes today, and one of the things that came up was from 2013 Hitman playoff song. Remember we would like write like songs and dumb stuff it's like what is this from it was the year it would have been the year that they ended up going to the memorial cup maybe when we went to brandon to cover the memorial cup separately but together kind of thing well that would have no that would have been early that would have been like 2010 2011 (laughs) paul postma was a hitman so was kyle bordis the new york jets traded champ bailey to denver for clinton portis 
like so stupid. Was that the uh, was that the Hanukkah <laughs> song? Yes. <laughs> and so then we had uh, then we had the there was the the news guy. Can't remember his name. I think he blocked me. He came in and played. He came in and played the guitar, and we sang uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, it, something like that. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, I, it was going to be a little surprise for Retro. I wanted to to bring the boys back together. The, the, if we could not talk about that uh, Flame Sabers game I was at last night, to be the, sad if we don't have time to go over that debacle from last night. I, I was going to say, have you brought the Jinxie pants back? Like, is this what's happening? You're going to go to the games, and they're going to be all duds. I don't think that's fair. I don't think I was at uh, at many losses last year. This was it was hey, didn't go to a game blame, last year. <laughs> if they want, listen. If they want to, maybe pick up a guy in the slot, whether I'm in attendance or not, I would recommend not leaving guys wide open, wiring shots from the hash marks. And if Markstrom wants to mix in some saves as well. That too would be great. Now, did you watch he this had, game? Obviously, you would have. You're a big sharp. Sabres guy now. <laughs> Sabres are quick. Yep. It's like we talked about with Greg. What do we say to Rob Ray? Like, what do I say tonight? Well, use your speed, get on them, and get on them early. And that's exactly what they did. And they were up two, three, nothing before you knew what was even going on. I guess uh, Magipani scores, but then it was it was all Sabres for the most part. What happened in their own end? <laughs> I think that, you know what, I, I said it to you and Pinder a couple days ago. I think they're looking forward to Carolina. I think they got the Edmonton win, and uh, that was a big one. And I think the emotion left them. It wasn't a new game for those new players in a new city anymore. It was just another game, and the the enthusiasm and energy was gone, and they were flat. So, and 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 Buffalo won't play flat this year. They're, they've been down in the dumps for too long, and they're too young, and so they're always going to come with energy. So. Uh, that was the difference. They were ready to go, and the Flames weren't. And like you said, Markstrom, feel free. We're gonna have a controversy I think here. Sutter, so. I think Sutter loves it. <clears throat> I think I think he I think he digs that you know things are going too well. You know, like I think I think there was an element of and listen, Calgary's really good. And there's an element of like, hey, like we won the cup in the first week, and it, it just doesn't work that way. So you, at some point you need some cold water on you a little bit. You know, you don't want to lose at home, but games like that, like they're just, they're inevitable, right? They're coming. Yep. Just, and just kind of uncharacteristic mistakes on the penalty kill on the one, on the one play, Anderson goes flying up on a pinch. And then all of a sudden it's an odd man rusher. It was, that was the breakaway. I think on the middle stat breakaway where he scores on the backhand. Now four games, five games, six games, at what point with how Markstrom's playing retro, do you feel like there's concern? It's been early goals. It's uncharacteristic for him. But if you start going back, he was great in that Dallas series, was not great against Edmonton. And I don't think he's been terrific now to start the season through the first couple of weeks. He hasn't been terrific. Uh, and I think probably the only reason there's not more of a uh, – uproar about it is because everyone feels like Vladar can go in now and play well. So in a way they're a little bit lucky, but I think down the, you know, the idea is that Markstrom's supposed to be your kind of the guy to take you to the next level. 
he's going to, he's your equalizer and you got to have good goaltending and you can't be in the top three in Vezina one year and then fall off. So, I mean, I, I think they're three and one, so I don't think that it's going to be overly concerning for a while, but he hasn't, he certainly hasn't looked sharp, but he's been around long. I don't expect it to continue either. That's, that's how I feel about it. Month in another month from now and it's things are still looking the same. Well, Oh, we better start talking about it. He's There's not the first guy. The... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. He's not the first guy to have a bad playoff series, right? Like he was not very good against Edmonton, probably the reason they lost. Um, and he's like he's been around for a while. He's a really good goalie, but I think when when you have a series like that, and then you start a season kind of lukewarm, I think those. You know, whether it's accurate or not, I think those narratives are easy to explore, whether it's media or whether it's fans. And you can go back to, you know, who did that series jar something loose and he's not the same guy. Um, you know, I, it's it's understandable if he has a couple bad weeks and that's what people start talking about. That's what, you know, that's what fans do. Really jarred something loose there, Tiger. But the Sabres, that's... That looks like a fun, exciting team. And I know that, I, I don't know where that line is. And Pinder, if Pinder were here, he'd be, oh, he'd be saying to pump the brakes. But the Ottawa Senators, they now look like a team that's going to be exciting to watch. I thought the same last night with Buffalo. Casey Middlestat looked like maybe that was a failed first-round pick. Yeah. He looked fine. This Paterka looks great. Darlene's got goals in, what, four straight? First defenseman to, to ever do that. There's and Comrie made 40 saves. He was lights out in Edmonton. If they can get some goaltending, like Rob Ray said, if it like for a lot of teams, it comes down to goaltending. That Sabres team might be all right. I don't know that they're playoffs, but it's fun to watch. It's going to be tough to make the playoffs because there's so many good teams out there. But if you're a Sabres fan, or <laughs> and I don't know if that buffalo in any sport is a hated sports town i think there's a lot of sympathy for the sabers the bills and anyone else that's ever come through this city so nobody typically cheers against them and everyone watching them or that likes them will be excited because they are competitive finally they're going into games and you're not going oh they're throwing in the towel by the end of october like it's it's all over for them it's been a long dry spell so I think it's just nice to see them being competitive in in games and 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 you can see the youth. And it's I think Razor said it probably right. Those older guys that are with that team are picking up on that youthful exuberance or whatever and they're it's given them energy. So it's we've all said it. These young kids coming up nowadays, there's nothing skill-wise that they can't do. It's just learning the game at that speed and 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 learning to be professional. And I think Granado's got him doing that. So I think they'll be a fun team to watch. Owen Power looks like a young Victor Hedman, like really young, obviously, but just the gait is the same. And the Paterka kid looks really good. And I think the big story is here too, is they pulled the deal with Vegas and lost the best player in the deal. And they look like it was just such a breath of fresh air. Like, what did they get? They got Krebs and tuck. Uh, uh, tuck and a couple of picks, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it feels like a weight's been lifted off. It's a bit of addition by subtraction. And I like Tuck. I think he's a good player. Yeah, it was a nice goal last night. Well, he had three of them last night. Not, we, were t we talked about it. We need to go over it again. But there's something about getting that negative energy out of the room as well. 
where a guy, you know, he's pissy, you know, he wants out and then you finally get him out. And then you couple that with having somebody who's from there, who wants to be there, like talk and you get some kids. It's, that was a great deal for them. I don't know what yeah, the other offers were, but that was a great deal for them. It's a complete 180 for that organization. Get rid of the the bad vibe and the guy that's supposed to be leading you to, you know, kind of the promised land or whatever you want to call it. And he's absolutely uninterested in being there. So that was a good. It's good. If it's a Sabres fan and alumni, I'm excited for him. Is there talking a, to people in, in Buffalo, talking to people in Buffalo, they say that that like the negative energy thing, very reminiscent of a 2003 trade involving Steven Reinprecht and Chris Jury. I'm not sure who the yeah. the emotional suck was. I think I can't remember exactly how that deal went. Well, I think he was injured a lot and then he, there was a contract thing and got into no, I don't know if that contract was the contract thing Darcy was here. 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 You can have a you get to have a two-way offer after 10 years in the league. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> that's that's why you're that's, that's why you're going uh that's why you're going to Rochester. That's why you're going to Rochester for hockey. You thought Rochester was gonna be your home. Yeah, it was yeah. Like my retirement home. Absolutely. Yeah. So so what yeah. but what did lead that to the trade? Because wasn't there there was the, the contract thing, but then you came back and played and then they dusted you at the end of the of that season. There was no contract thing. The contract, I only played 50. I, I played under, you had to play a certain amount of games to, to not be subject to a, uh, a two-way. Was that the term? Am I saying it wrong? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a two-way contract where you have, if you make the big team, you're making a certain amount if you get sent to the minors. Now, but usually after playing as long as I had, but again, I was injured so much that they were able to offer it to me. And Darcy Regeer felt like sending me a big finger and saying, yeah, you want to be injured that much here? You can have a two-way offer. So I was like, whoa, that's ignorant. Uh, but it really was. I don't think that was the catalyst for anything. That I think that was something that if they had wanted to overcome it, we probably could have. But I, I heard the year before from Bob Goodnow that Daryl, who had been in, in San Jose, had been asking about me. At a, at a PA meeting thing. So uh, my guess is that he'd been interested. And I think probably the bigger thing was that Drury didn't want to be in Calgary. That was probably the biggest catalyst to it all. It nothing to do with me or Ryan Precht or there was a defenseman involved. My goodness, what was his name? He was good. He came over from Colorado and he spent a lot of time in Florida, number four. In, not oh, in the yes. trade. Yes. Steve Steve. No, Steve Beijing, Beijing went back the, the other way, but there was another guy. It doesn't matter. Leopold? Because he came from, he went from Colorado to, to, uh, to Buffalo with Reinprecht. That, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think that pro the biggest part was that Drury didn't want to play in Calgary anymore and he wanted to get out of there. Oh, was he grumpy? I mean, yeah, they he's, calling he's, him Chris Dreary. Like, he, he was a dreary dude. In the it's room hard. One it's night. hard to believe. Oh. Hard to believe he was. Hard to believe he was a flame. Like that. It's. It's a very mm -hmm. like. It wasn't very long, but. And I thought but that was, was going to be a great trade when he came in because he was so good for Colorado. Yeah, I mean, he was balls. Right, he was he, grit, scored big goals. 
it, you know, that's it. Never meet your heroes or whatever. I was like, man, Chris Drury, this guy's going to be great. You go in the room. It's like, you're a prick. Like you, you are a, you, a whiny, grumpy, a number of guys that, prick. Yeah. Oh man. Like that was, and that was, and he, they had already handled the Mark Savard thing. You talk about guys that didn't want to be there. They get Savard out and then they bring Drury in. He might've been worse. Wow, and I guess maybe going from Colorado and playing with Sackick and Hayduke and guys like that to trying to lead the lowly flame. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Names at that time, he wasn't too excited about it. Was it Keith Ballard? It was, yeah, Ballard. Yes. Keith Ballard. Absolutely was. Mm -hmm. Well done. Is that you, Princey? Did you dig that up? Attaboy, Princey. I got that one. Yeah, good job. I got it. Good job. Well done. Now, how drunk I've done, were you? I have got, done. Uh, I have done. You got I the have trade. Done, I have done great things for the the Buffalo Sabers organization. I took them to the finals. I got them Ryan Miller, and I got them Chris Drury. I mean, who has done more for this organization? Let's be honest. How did you get them Ryan Miller? Because I got traded for Mike Wilson in a fifth round pick, and that pick turned out to be Ryan Miller. Oh, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his they, I think they're retiring his jersey this year. They won they won right. that trade. Congratulations there, Retro. So then then Buffalo's, like you said, walks finally getting the the maligned player out of the locker room, this Warner character. You were in Calgary. We've told this story, but for some people it'll be fresh. How hammered were you when you got word that you had been traded? Yeah, I was in Mackenzie Lake, my brother's house, and we had uh, organized a, at the time it was cool, the, the cool show at late at night, you could order the Girls Gone Wild videos. Remember when sure. you could order the VHS? So we were going to do the Cowgirls Gone Wild for Stampede Week. So we were there and we had all everything set up and I was organizing charity stuff in Buffalo and all of a sudden the phone rang, Buffalo number, thinking it had something to do with the charity. 
And uh, no, it was Darius Sharik here. He said, Brett, how's it going? Good. I just traded you. Okay. Yeah. Where am I going? Calgary. And I was like, perfect. I'm already here. And so we celebrated with a few drinks and then set her phone. And I went down in my cowboy boots and my hat, my big belt buckle. And I think Daryl immediately fell. Well, I wouldn't say fell in love, but respected my approach to life. Yeah, he did. I remember it's you know, Warner's going to do his, when can we do your media right now? <laughs> half in the bag belt buckle. Let's go. I actually think I was fine. half cut. I think I was half cut in the afternoon. This was in the morning. And then by the afternoon we were further into it. And I think somebody said Peter Marr was on the, in the afternoon. And I, I think I feel like I phoned in, but I was pretty, it was a tough week. I pulled a pinder that week. So. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's, <laughs> So much has changed. Uh, he does I'm, rental I'm property sure. management. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm sure that Big D doesn't hate you. No, nah, he doesn't hate me. No, just won't give me a job. I was going to say, he doesn't love you enough to give you a coaching job. There you see Hope Street. Every Thursday we do Ask Rhett. There's the new email, askrhett at flamesnation.ca. You can use the hashtags Hope Street Rental Property Management, hopestreet.ca, Canada's Property Manager of the Year. Now, yesterday we had uh, we had Ask Rhett, and one of the questions, I guess, was one of the, what was one of the biggest mistakes, Rhett, that you had made? And you referenced a play in the Stanley Cup, because I guess we were talking about Kulak when he fell on the Kadri gold the other night, and you referenced a play against Pittsburgh in the playoffs. We found the video, I believe, right. of said, said uh, now, do you want to walk us through this? What was the scenario? We were second round. Uh, we'd made a bunch of trades, Gilmore, uh, Anderchuk, Gratton, like we, the Sabres, this was the one time they kind of loaded up thinking they were going to have a deep run. And we won the first round. In the second round, we were playing Pittsburgh, and they won the first two games, and it was Hedberg. The Moose had started, and no one even knew who he was. This is kind of where he came out of nowhere. Blah, blah, blah. So we, we lost the first two games, and then we won the next three. So we were in Pittsburgh, up three to two with 45 seconds left, and then this crap happened. So this is you protecting the lead. As yeah. we're watching here, who should now. you pick You're up? Okay. Who should you pick up? You're okay so far. Oh, jeez. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Who's what number was that guy? <laughs> Double sixes. Oh. It's okay if he stands there by himself and you just watch him whack the puck into the net. You idiot. They, they call that backdoor. Is that what that is? So there's well, the, look at where oh, I'm looking. Geez. Look at where I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking up because I'm like, Dom, grab it. Thinking Hashik's gonna catch the puck, right? Like, I'm watching the puck and he lets it land. Oh, I literally had to leave town. Now we lost Game Seven because <laughs> Hashik sieved out, let Casperitis score from the blue line. But oh, this was another nice clip. I'm calling for the puck. Hey, Tree, you want to put that over to me instead of uh, turning it over? Yeah, dummy. Then we go on to lose game did, seven. Did you always oh, see so lost game seven? Was that one of the, was that some of the great things you've done for Buffalo or not so much? That was less good. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're looking for the reverse there, right? You're looking for I'm calling for the puck. Just keep it coming. I got yeah. all the whole side of the ice. 
but the penguins yeah, seem very happy. I could have maybe stopped that guy. Being... Anyway. Yeah. Either way. Lindy thanks to Hope Street. What's the, what, what's the website, Rep? Hopestreet.ca. That's right. That's right. Uh, now, we speaking we, of... We mentioned Van, Vancouver earlier, Walks. You would have some perspective on this. Uh, 0-3-2 now are the Canucks after another blown lead last night. We talked a day ago or two days ago, and I think, what were they, 0-4? Or they were 0-3, and you said if they go 0-4, like, they're done. They're out. They're not making the playoffs. So now 0-3-2, are you of the same... Are you singing the same song? Are they done? Yeah, you know come back from that are you kidding me i mean i uh i i i like a lot of people actually and people you know fans think i hate the canucks i i like a lot of people in the organization the organization was always quite good to me actually um so part of me wants to see them turn it around and just you know be be part of the conversation in the pacific right it's always great when the canadian teams are good and another part of me just fucking loves it unbelievable <laughs> i just it's it's pain like so now so they start the year with a five-game road trip in 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 some bizarro world they could be five and oh because they've had leads in every game but they're not they're zero and five so they lose their first five and now it's the home opener like vancouver is grumpy at the best of times that home opener energy against the sabers who are no fun like it's gonna be really really interesting tomorrow really interesting and what do you do if because they've they've changed the gm they've changed the coach what what do you do there other than just let's play better now i mean rutherford said look it's a five-game road trip it'd be unfair to you know put a report card and do the, the full analysis and the autopsy after five games all of them were on the road and you had leads but but I'm kind of with you, although it's it does seem like five games is an awfully small sample size. But man, that like you say, bizarro world. You could have won those games, but I'm kind of with you. I feel like it's it's kind of a big hole, and a lot of teams in front of you, and you're going to have to beat a lot of those teams. And I don't know how many how many of those teams are going to be uh, beatable for the Canucks on a consistent basis moving forward. You got to start winning some hockey here in a hurry. There's, there's just so many teams that are really good and have playoff aspirations. So, you know, even now it's like, hey, we're only, you know, six points back of, you know, the division lead or whatever. Yeah, I, I get it. But um, when you just, like even last year, right? Like last year they started so poorly. And then in the second half, we're really good under Bruce Boudreaux. Like really good. He's kind of the fixer, right? He comes in and, and they played like, they played lights out in the second half. And it still wasn't enough. It's so hard to make up ground. So I don't know. I just like, I just find, and they were like a ho-hum team anyway. I just find the narrative of, of yeah, we lost our first five. We blew leads in every game. Everyone in the room now is grumpy. And I don't, I don't like buy into that entirely because, yeah, if you're gassing leads, everyone's going to be grumpy, right? The D's going to be mad at the Fords. Fords are going to be mad at the D, all of that. Um, but they're not happy right now. And it's just really hard to, every time you lose, that means your win percentage in this going forward has to be that much better. And it's really hard to play 600 hockey in the NHL. It's just, that's just how the league is now. 
I know you got to run. What are you? So are you recording the show? Your show comes up now. You, what are you doing today? And what's what's happening with the hedge before we let you go? Yeah, it's not live. I we tape it. We tape it right around now. Um, and uh, Friday, um, you know me. I I love football. I love betting on football. I love fantasy football. I love DraftKings. I love all that stuff. Um, so I have a couple of my buddies in. Uh, the Beisel twins, they won a million dollars two years ago on, on DraftKings. So they know their, they know their stuff. We just go through all the football lines and talk about our bets and then, uh, give a few tips and then it's available for download probably about one this afternoon at the hedgepod.com. We'll talk a little hockey too, but football is kind of football Fridays here. You want to talk about uh, chicken parm in Vegas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a, uh. A top five, a top five night of my life. And it might be higher, I but I just, I don't want, I don't want to commit to it being number one, but it might be, it's right up there. We took a group of listeners. I think it wasn't, it wasn't uh, clients on, I think it was a, a group of listeners to Vegas. Was that the well, first was, visit for Vancouver and Calgary down there? Yeah. Was that year one of the Golden Knights? I think so. You got, you guys did a client trip with the flames, I believe. And then, yeah. uh, working in Vancouver, this was the, the Vegas inaugural year. We did a listener trip, like a winning, a winner trip. And right. the flames and the Canucks played, I think two or three nights apart. And so we all found ourselves in Vegas for this first season of, uh, of golden Knights hockey in the same week. So we overlapped by one night and I hadn't seen you guys for a while. So it was kind of perfect timing. It's like, yeah, let's go out on the town. And then it really turned into a night on the town, as as Vegas can do. But it started with, it started with I want to say lobby beers, and then we went to Fremont Street, and then it was it was Warner, it was Booms, it was Pinder, it was myself, and it was a buddy of mine that was on the trip. And so the five of us we played some blackjack. Everybody won, which was great. Everybody, Everybody won. <laughs> Warner was so a excited. Few, <laughs> a few more stops. And then we went to, God, it's like the diner that time forgot. I forget what it was called. It's the, it's the pepper mill. <laughs> the pepper mill. Cause Warner was so excited. I'm buying chicken parm for everyone. Chicken parm <laughs> for everyone. All right. Well, delicious. it's 3 AM. Who's serving up yeah. some chicken parm? The pepper mill is open 24-7. Away we go. <laughs> and shockingly, that, was, that, that was the deal. And shockingly, that loser Pinder didn't work the next day. <laughs> did he not? No, he didn't. Remember. That's the not. night. That's the morning that Peter Lubardius, we caught him off guard. Oh, well, that's good, too. Yeah, that's happened more than once. I just remember when that chick, it was a, yeah, chicken parm, let's go. And there were some girls in the pepper mill, and they were, all that was going on. And we're <laughs> trying to get that going. When that chicken parm hit the table, it was like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. It was the biggest serving of chicken parms. Is that a whole chicken? Like, what, what am I looking at here? What is this thing? It was disgusting. But, you know. Well, well that was the deal. The chicken that was parm for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Rhett was like, I am, I, it started like, I'm buying you dinner. I am paying for dinner. We're all like, right on. As long as you order chicken parm, you're not allowed to order anything else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. Well, hey, how, thanks how for coming good on. Was We're going to do more. 
it was not yeah it was not great it was not great i was full um yeah although the part this is the part the part that that you conveniently forget oh what a great night is that it's a 3 a.m after the pepper mill you know hey we'll get an uber let's go you know get back to the strip and whatever and so i'm in the washroom and i come out you guys are just gone gone left left me for dead in, somewhere in vegas and you you guys thought it was hilarious i i was like okay well we really funny. we had something to do in a couple hours so they were very busy had to go well i i thought you were in the other car i would never have done that to yeah. you in a strange town in another country uh good luck with uh with the hedge we'll get you on again sometime thanks buddy always good to uh to talk to you uh what, very quickly uh you, details again the hedge pod where do, where do we get it how do we get it the hedgepod.com uh you can find it on my social media or uh, all the links are on the website youtube spotify you just search the he the hedge you'll find it beauty we're gonna take a tight turn come back pin to report in our nfl picks with betway Stay there. Coming back. Always good in talking with old walks. Seeing old walks again. He's a uh, unique, uh, unique fellow, I think you could say. Mm -hmm. You might say that. Colorful. I like how he says that he used to be intense. The things don't uh, don't rile him up or don't matter as much as they used to. Uh, I think he still gets riled. I don't think you lose all of that. He's got some bite to him. That's what makes he, him great, though. His, his fan playbook or whatever you call it, manual, whatever. I remember being in trouble for that a few times. Yeah, we used to, on the show, we would he would always have some hard and fast rule about what fans can and can't do. Yeah, I'm, I'm the antithesis of his book. Like, I would be just, I'm not a fan of anything, according to him. Yeah. I think what it was is, say you were a Flames fan, and you needed the Oilers to beat someone to get into the playoffs, but you wouldn't be allowed to cheer for the Oilers because that rivalry supersedes anything else. There was a, <laughs> there was a lot of details. There was always something there, but, uh, but do check him out. He's crushing it with his, uh, with his podcast, doing it every day up there in Edmonton, uh, the hedgepod.com. The, um, we're here in the tower Chrysler studios at the game last night, went with, uh, with the Wolverine and Princey. Now, ATB Financial, our buddies over at ATB, Johnny Winwick, had us out. Thanks to Johnny. Great host. We had some, uh, had some bevvies visiting yesterday in, uh, in one of the suites there. And now Serge over at Tower, we, Pinder and, and the Wolverine saw him the other night. So he, they text us, like, are you at the game? He's like, no, I'm not at the game. Apparently, because we're in the Tower Chrysler Studios, somebody showed up at the dealership yesterday wanting to watch the show, wanting to come in. We're here to see Barnburger. Can we, can oh. we come and watch it? <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. So, uh, oh, I see what you say. Yeah, they're the studios, but it's kind of a sponsorship. So uh, who says advertising doesn't work, right? But we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do some well, of that stuff, I think. You if should we just throw to... a TV up and let them have that. Yeah. Make some popcorn. But you know as well as I do that it's hugely disappointing Whenever people do get to peek behind the curtain, mm -hmm. anything well, that we this... do, it's 
we're going to come out and, hey, so you guys, yeah, we're going to, because we would go on those trips and we'd still do the morning show. Remember like in Mexico or wherever we go and the people would come and say, yeah, we're going to get up tomorrow morning and get up bright and early and have a coffee. Watch the show. Okay. It's going to be a letdown. Won't lie to you because you can't hear what's going on through the, through headphones. You don't, if we have a guest on, you can't hear them. So they would show up on day one, stay for about 15, 20 minutes. Then maybe day two, they'd show up near the end of the show. Half half of the people. Half of the people. Day three, crickets. Just us sitting there. I remember the one time in Mexico, they had the big spread. They had like literally the ice sculpture with the logo all chiseled out of it. So they're, they're expecting a whole bunch of people to come and watch the show. They got chairs and food, big urns of coffee and tea. Nothing. The three of us donkeys sitting in a boardroom. Yeah, I don't know if I felt bad, but I didn't feel good about it. I was like, yes. I felt bad. Well, I'm a better person than you, so that's why I felt bad about it. Time for the Pinder Report. You want to do the Pinder Report? We should do the Pinder Report. We're still yeah. trying to figure out exactly how the Pinder Report works. Princey's like, what should we use for the uh, for the Pinder Report? Do we need uh, like highlights or, or bad? What is it going to be? Like, I don't know. Part of it is uh, we started it Monday and Pinder was here for two days of it. So I don't know how it's going to go. But it is the Pinder Report. And there you see it's Village Honda, your dealership for life. Anthony was at the game last night as well. Everybody was doing that. It was all about the, the flames last night. Brought his, uh, brought his little man. To the game and i was like hey yeah uh, yeah come by uh, stop by the by the uh suite I'll, I'll text you the number and we'll we'll hook up forgot until the second period intermission I'm like oh dude you were gonna so, yeah i had to take my son home he's eight thanks for the uh the hookup boom it was really great to see you so apologies <laughs> anthony i <laughs> see again i feel bad i just spend all my time feeling bad for people i feel awful yeah feel that's terrible. what you do yeah yeah, the uh, the pin report last night. Flames get doubled up by the Sabers by a score of six to three. Alex Tuck three goals. Vinny Hinnestroza three helpers. Another subpar outing, I guess, if you want to call it that, for Jacob Markstrom. He allows three on nine before giving way to uh, Dan Vladar earlier in the day, signing that two year contract extension, two years, two point two million per. He lets in the first shot that he faces off the post and in a uh, f- from your defenseman perspective, Brett. Some things to clean up in their own end. Is that fair? Yeah, they were terrible. Okay. Coverage was terrible. All right, that covered. That's yeah. terrible. Capital T right. R. Oh. Uh, Carolina, the next opponent for the Calgary Flames, that comes up tomorrow. The Canes suffered their that'll, first loss of the season against Edmonton. That'll be night. easier. That'll be easier. No, no, it won't be. I think a lot of people have Carolina as their pick to come out of the East. They look very good. Svechnikov has uh, six goals and eight points in four games. And Marty Natchez and Sebastian Ajo, they're all very good. Burnsy! Is it Brent Burns? Yes, he is. Still playing. Still growing his beard. He's good at it. In life, when you find something you're good at, you do it. Just keep doing it. He's great at growing beards. And, and owning snakes and all kinds of weird reptiles and stuff. You ever have a hankering get... for owning no, I hate a gecko snakes. or snakes? I hate them. And no, it's one thing that I can't I don't like. Uh, no, snakes. Snakes. Um, 
what else can we tell you? So, I mean, a bunch of games last night. Flames getting ready. They have Pittsburgh on Tuesday and then uh, only a two-game week next week. So, they'll get a few days to uh, to practice and all that. Thursday night football last night, the Arizona Cardinals, an eight-game home losing streak. They finally get one done in Glendale. 42-34, they beat New Orleans. They improved to three and four. Two pick sixes for the defense on the Arizona side. Kyler Murray, 20 of 29 uh 204 yards one touchdown Eno Benjamin the running back no Connor he was out is he your running back in fantasy Mm. anyway 12 for 92 and a touchdown the return of DeAndre Hopkins 10 for 103 old Andy Dalton old uh old Dinky Dalton 361 yards uh four touchdowns three picks whoa four touchdowns last night not bad and a blockbuster deal last night as Christian McCaffrey is on the move. The Carolina Panthers, they fired Matt Rule, their head coach. The season is going nowhere. They ship McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers in exchange for a group of picks. They got some uh, second, third, fourth, and fifth round picks going back the other way. So now it's... I might have to change my picks then. You think? My bet way, yeah. Well, they're they're coming up. They're coming up, and uh, now again, a team was already. Now they had uh, what Eli Mitchell. He got hurt. It feels like they're not a team that totally relies on the running game anyway, because of the way they use Debo Samuel. We'll see. It's a nice ad if he can stay healthy. Um, CFL Calgary at Saskatchewan. That one going tomorrow. We're getting near the end of the season there. The Stamps, ten and six. Your Riders. Six and ten, right? Yeah, I heard they're not doing so well. So this is still regular season. Sure. I don't know. Is it? I took the summer off. I don't know what's been going on in the CFL. What's the Buffalo team doing? How are they doing? Feels like it it feels like again, it feels like it's very late to be playing football in Canada. Yeah. I've said it before. Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend, maybe, and then, or the, you do the semifinals, something, just figure it out. Start the season earlier, get it done earlier. By now, you're in baseball playoffs, hockey's going, basketball's on. There's so much to compete with. Come on, CFL, figure it out. We've been telling you for years how to figure this out. Uh, Major League Baseball, the New York Yankees yesterday. I don't know that I have it here. Oh, I do. Three to two. A uh, a Bregman home run, three-run shot in the third, ended up being all that they needed. You talked about it earlier. Aaron Judge, a deep shot in uh, the top of the eighth with a man on, but Kyle Tucker comes up with the grab. So the Yankees are down two games to none. They will go for game three. Garrett Cole gets the start for the Yankees tomorrow. Uh, still undetermined who the Astros are going to go with today. Game three in the NLCS, that's tied at a game apiece. Joe Musgrove will throw for the Padres Ranger Suarez for the Philadelphia Phillies. We talked to uh, Sarah Valley yesterday. He says he's going to all the games in Philly. Must be great there now, right? The Eagles are unbeaten. Phillies are rolling. Flyers are, they got torts in there winning games. Right? Yeah. The 76ers, are they still a team? Philadelphia. I thought they were were competitive, but. Uh, and the Toronto Blue Jays, they've signed their manager, John Schneider, to a three-year deal. Remember, they fired, they gunned old Charlie Montoyo, old Chuck. July, he got the gun. 46-28 and 28 was John Schneider as the Blue Jays manager. He's in for three years and a team option in that fourth season. 
you're a big Blue Jays yes. fan. How do you feel about that? Are you happy with well, that? They're really running through their managers. Maybe they should just play better. And or or don't piss away huge leads. That's yeah. yeah. In playoff games. Mm-hmm. Again, just the thought. Just throwing it out there. It is, uh, it's the Pinder Report. He'll be back next week, we think. It's Village Honda up in the Northwest, up in that Crowfoot area. There's lots going on up there. 7663, 110th Ave Northwest. Go and see Anthony. He's a sweet, sweet boy. He is a sweet boy, even though I forgot it and maybe forgot about him last night. I kind of probably owe him one. It was awkward. Anyway, there you go. That is, uh, that is the Pinder Report. Now, you, uh, before we get out of here, we do have to do our NFL picks. Now, did you put, how much work did you put into these picks? Cause you fired them oh. through last night. I said, if we could get those picks in and help uh, Princey and, and Alex get the, uh, the creative so done you al- for it. You always make me feel guilty that my picks are a bit softer. I don't not do thought, that. Listen, not, I don't think through them fully, but then last night, so I was trying to do some research and I'm like, so how am I a dumb, illiterate call? high school dropout concussed how am i supposed to put together a better strategy than the guys making the the spreads like right. I, i'm going to figure it out better than they are so i'm just going back to my to my gut and my instincts it's what's got me through life dean so that's what i'm sticking with all right so as we're we're laying these out on a friday morning lines can change but uh these are the lines that you'll find with betway as we get into it uh do we want to want to start with rat you want to get uh, get into yours because you uh you feel maybe less confident today well, my, than, than last night is that my, what you're saying the mccaffrey my, deal my, has swung it for you because my research i had carolina i was gonna go off and say that remember i could never bet against brady or belichick you yeah. can now bet against Brady because he, you know, it was Brady Belichick, and then it was Brady goes to Tampa Bay. They win. It's like you can't. It's, yeah. it's not even a combo. You can't. You can't bet against Brady. You can bet against Brady now. Brady, he done. You're correct. He's a little. Uh, I think that they've had it with him, and he's had it with life, and I think things are just a little too messy for him. So, even with the trade, I'm going Carolina. That McCaffrey, we talk about a bad actor. Big trouble yeah. in that dressing room. They had to get him out of there, so things will start to run really smooth now for the Panthers in Carolina. So you have uh, the line as of this morning because it has moved since the McCaffrey deal. You're getting you're getting more Carolina plus twelve and a half on Betway. Yeah, there you we, go. Uh, record See? this. There you go. Uh, so you, you can't that. you can't forever bet against uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think they had a buy last week. I'm not sure. I'm just again going on my guts and my instincts. I feel like they had no, a buy. They, no, <laughs> they lost. They lost, I believe, to the because uh, they lost well, to the Giants were, in Europe and I, then the Jets. I knew they were on a losing streak, and I figured Aaron Rodgers eventually will play better and get them a win. So I'm going to go with uh, with the Green Bay Packers. And, Packers uh, in Washington playing the Commanders. Four and a half point favorites are the Pack. And I love country music. And I was looking at flights to Nashville, and uh, I feel like the Titans are due for a big win this weekend. Titans are coming off a bye, and they are two and yeah, a half that, point that's, favorites that's at home. Me. That's right, to the Indianapolis Colts, who screwed me last week. I had Jacksonville, and it was the right play. That's a that's also a Walker staple. <laughs> is when he's got some bets going and he and he loses. It well, it was the right play, but but you lost. Yeah, I know. But it was but it was the right play. 
So yeah. that's uh, so those are the the retro picks there. The right plays. You got Tennessee at home favored by two and a half. The uh, Carolina Panthers at home giving uh, getting twelve and a half points, and then Green Bay. They're on the road in Washington. This Taylor Heineke is taking over for Carson Wentz there. The pack, as of this morning, four and a half point favorites. Uh, I am going to see. I was with Jacksonville. They're on a three game losing streak, and I feel like they. I feel like the right play because they're at home. I forget what the. It was like this is the tenth time where a team at home is favored by by this number of points against the team coming in with over an 800 winning percentage or something the giants are five and one so i feel like they're and, and i think in those those eight previous games the uh the home underdog or the, t- the team that should be the underdog have, has won all so of in them. other words you have no clue what you're talking about you're just so i'm going the other way every all the math says definitely take jacksonville don't worry that the giants are five and one it's uh it's it's fool's gold uh, I'm going to take the Giants. The Giants, five and one, plus three and a half on the road in Jacksonville. Give me the Giants. The Atlanta Falcons, they have covered every week this year. Marcus Mariota, going to do it again. Give me the Atlanta Falcons. They're in Cincinnati. I've not been wowed by what we've seen out of the Bengals and their offense. Jamar Chase, nowhere near as effective or electric as he was last year. Falcons are getting six and a half points. I'm taking them. Falcons plus six and a half. And San Francisco, they are home to the Kansas City Chiefs. And last week, Vegas sucked me in with Kansas City at home being a home dog plus two and a half. I did not win. Buffalo covered. However, this week I feel like I am going to take the Chiefs. They are a one and a half point favorite on the road in San Francisco. Mahomes is going to cover. He's a cover machine. The Chiefs on the road. I, I, Chris, Christian McCaffrey, that's great, but he's going to be all jet lagged and the 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 air the air is saltier there, right, than it is in Carolina. So that salty sea breeze for sure in San Fran. Saltier, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't uh, you can't have that. So give me the Chiefs on the road. They're a road favorite, but it's minus one and a half. I, I feel like the Chiefs by a field goal, yes. So Vegas has hooked me in. KC minus one and a half, Atlanta plus six and a half, Giants plus three and a half. Those are my NFL picks. Thank you to Betway. Those are the bets of the day. Feel good about it? As good as ever, because I'm never, yeah. my instincts never steer me wrong in any part of my life so so you are uh you're traveling this weekend you're very excited to get on the road pittsburgh on the road again yeah nice. head up to pittsburgh be nice at least the how sun are the, came out and you know, driving through snow how are the kids playing how's uh, everyone making out uh the big boy got injured pulled a hammy oh dear so i don't know how much ice he's gonna see this weekend the youngest is slashing and hacking and elbowing, so that's good. And the middle guy, he's he's got the right he, – he's – how do I say it? His heart's in the right place. Results, eh. It's not eh. all about winning, Dad. It's not <laughs> always about winning. No. Right? No. Uh, no. Have a great weekend uh, to you. Travel safe. 
and to uh, everybody checking us out on barn burner the end of week two and again can't say uh can't say enough to everybody whether you're watching on youtube whether you're downloading onto your phone your podcast or whatever the our great clients and sponsors that have been on board we have a lot coming and i know we've been saying that for a while but we got some we got some exciting stuff we're we're just kind of getting our bearings here in our studio we're still the cameras and lights and everything is still very much a a work in progress but we appreciate you for making uh, barn burner a huge success through two weeks so to everybody have a great weekend oilers nation every day is coming up next see ya buddies